Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving in storage studio, it's The Ramsey Show, where America hangs out to have a conversation about your life, your money. I am your host, Jay Borshaw, joined by George Camel, the illustrious. Give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. There it is. It's a real tongue twister. It really kind of is. Actually, it's not. I just messed it up. Let's Thanks for be being real, real Jade. You're yes. such a real one. You know, I try to just keep it real with the people. Give us a call. We'll take your call. Talk about your life and money. And we're going to do that with Jeffrey. He's in Charleston, West Virginia. What's going on, Jeffrey? Hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call. No problem. What's um, going on? I guess um uh, just kind of feeling overwhelmed. Uh, I recently started listening to you guys and um, just looking at our um, our debt and um, honestly just uh, probably scared. Mm. Um, I, uh, I'm a pastor and then I'm also a chaplain, so I work two jobs there and then I also have another job. Um, and uh, I have, uh, my wife and I, we have around 12,000 in credit cards. Um, and I have, um, just under 80,000 in student loans. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, um, uh, then of course we have our house, uh, as well, but, um, I guess I'm just, uh, is it the student loans where where to get started? Is it the student loans coming back? That's got you feeling some type Um, of way. Well, and so maybe I'm crazy too, but I'm, I'm currently finishing my master's degree right now, which Mm -hmm. I've cash flowed. Mm-hmm. Um, great. The whole time, so I haven't. So all of those loans are from my bachelor's degree, which was crazy, and I wish somebody would have told me that to begin with. Um, but um, but I should have that finished up next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm starting to look at it, saying I will have to pay these back, and um, and just realizing we're like one catastrophe away from not knowing what to do. Mm. Well, what do you have in savings? Um, about twelve hundred dollars. Okay. Okay. And is your wife working outside the home? No. And uh, she has a lot of health issues. And um, so, like, we can pretty well bank on after our insurance, we will pay, you know, $6,000 up front to meet our catastrophic cap every year. So she's not actually able to work. Oh, my goodness. We just know that's coming up again in January as well. And um, you guys have kids? Two. Okay. And are they older? Are they in school? Are they childcare? They're getting ready to be teenagers, and my wife homeschools them. Okay. Um, but I'm also looking ahead to them going to college and realizing we don't have a whole lot of time, and I uh, I do not want them to take out student loans. Yeah. Can I ask? Um, this might sound some type. This might sound strong, but I'm. It's just a question. Um, I've got two kids. They're three and five, and they're a handful. Um, staying. I used to stay at home with them, and I also used to work from home. I wonder. You said your wife's got health issues, but she's homeschooling kids and taking care of them. That's such a big job, and it requires so much energy and so much work. It makes me wonder if there is something that she could do to earn money that might honestly be a little bit less work on her physically. Does that make sense? Yes. um, Am I I way off base by even suggesting that? She definitely could not work a typical job um, just with... I mean, literally appointments almost every day. Um, there's a lot of chronic health issues. Okay. And, okay. Uh, and so, like, I, w- I will chip in with the homeschooling as well as um, 
my in-laws will help out with the homeschooling. Okay, I see. So it's kind of a team effort. Cool. Okay. I just wanted to check and float that out there in, in the most respectful way possible. We're just digging to find some options for you to help mm-hmm. you climb out of this thing. So what is the household income? Um, so uh, after taxes and insurance, everything, I, I bring home uh, right around 5200 a month. Okay, good. That's good. And we've got 92000 of debt staring us down. Mm-hmm. So have you started following the, the Ramsey baby steps and looking at the debt snowball and listing them out and seeing kind of what your timeline looks like to get rid of this debt? Um, I've started listing some of this out. Um, I haven't really, I mean, honestly, when I started list, listing it out, it just, it's overwhelming. It became overwhelming. Yeah. Overwhelming. I feel that, um, years back before my husband and I got out of debt, I'm just going to tell you a quick little story time. I went to, I had remembered hearing about Dave Ramsey and I went to pick up the book, The Total Money Makeover, because I thought this will help us. And of course, in the book, they tell you to start listing your debt, listing your income. And I was so excited getting the book. But by the time I'd actually done all of the things, listing our income, listing our debt, I felt just like, I'm never going to get out of this because you see that reality staring you in the face. But I promise you, if you keep going and keep doing the things that the plan says, that will start to turn around because you're going to see something that you can do today, no matter how small. And then you're going to see something that you can do tomorrow, no matter how small. And those little things that you do are going to start to add up to a big impact. And you are going to look back on this and this debt is going to be gone. It might take three years. It might take five years. It took my husband and I seven and a half years, um, Jeffrey, to make this happen. And so I know that the same can happen for you and you'll probably do it much quicker because we had $460,000 of debt. Mm-hmm. So I hope that gives you a little bit of hope in this moment. Um, if I'm you, my my A1 is I'm getting on a budget. Are you using a budget yet? Um, I just came up with a budget in Excel spreadsheet okay. uh, the other day. Okay, good. And when you do that budget, how much margin is left to throw out debt? Above the minimum payments. Um, I'm not looking at it right now, but probably, um, probably at least, I would say at least a thousand, but I think I could probably squeeze more out of that. Okay. Awesome. That's very, that's good. Now, what's your mortgage payment every month? Uh, $1,020. All right. So you're good there. That's reasonable comparatively to your income. I'm, I'm trying to figure out if there's anything that's just crushing the budget right now. But the fact that you've got a thousand bucks to throw extra mm-hmm. gives me some hope here because that's at least 12 grand a year, mm-hmm. right? So we start just doing the math. We're like, all right, the that's credit gonna cards take, are going to take a, a while. Yeah, yeah. Credit cards are gone a year. Are you going to get an increase in income from this master's? Um, maybe at my chaplain job. What was um, the purpose of getting it? Um, I just kind of always wanted to have that and was trying to set myself up for the future. Um, and then I ended up a few years into it and realized I only have a couple classes left and yeah. So I'm just, I don't want to not finish it at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is going to, I'm only going to keep it real with you. This is going to require a deep level of sacrifice and this is probably going to require working like you've never worked before. And that's all, that's all I can tell you you are going to pay this debt off and it is not going to be without sacrifice. 
And that's kind of that mindset that you have to have going through this. You're going to sacrifice to win. You're going to work more hours than you've ever wanted to work. You're going to cut your budget leaner than you've ever wanted to do it. But you can do that. And it will be so worth it when you're on the other side of this. In the meantime, I want you to go to RamseySolutions.com slash student loans. Get some information there about what's going on with your student loans. Get some hope there. And if you're interested in every dollar, we've got that on the line for you. Uh, So don't go away after this call. Uh, Our phone screen will pick up for you. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSC. You're listening to The Ramsey Show, a show where we take calls every day, basically Monday through Friday, George, and we help people with the hardest things that they're facing, not just financially. We find a lot of times that when there's issues with money, it starts penetrating into many other areas in their life. It gets personal real quick and it starts touching relationships and emotions and career and past mistakes and Mm -hmm. baggage and family boundaries or lack thereof. And man, money's just all tied up in that. It's all tied up in that. And we love helping people sort that out. So if you want to talk with us, give us a call. The number is 888 825-5225, and we will do just that. George, something very exciting is going on. We do this every once in a while, and it is our cash giveaway. Oh, I I love giving away Dave Ramsey's money because, you know, he's not hurting. No, my guy is good. But we can bless some people, and we get to be a part of that. I I call that a win. I know. That is a win-win. We're giving away uh, your chance weekly, guys. We're giving away $500 every single week, and then at the end, there's a grand prize of $3 thousand dollars you can do a little bit that, that's a little bag george you know, three thousand dollars chances of winning this way better than the powerball so yeah you won't be a billionaire no but people actually win this stuff they win it and i think sometimes people are like oh i'll never win so they don't enter but real people win this money look you can enter every single day and then like i said they draw a winner every week you get 500 bucks and then if you get to the end and they draw your name you would get three thousand dollars Okay, that's RamseySolutions.com slash cash giveaway. And oh, sorry, just giveaway looks like. Oh, yeah, slash that's right. Giveaway. Slash giveaway. That's we, right, George. We made George. it easy on them. We're like less typing. Yeah, that's right. What was I talking about? And while you're over there, um, you can also get best-selling books like The Total Money Makeover, um, some classics like Paycheck from Paycheck to Purpose, and one of my favorites, Own Your Past, Change Your Future. And those books are on sale, guys, on the low, low, $12. Um, while you're at it, you can go on ahead and re, uh, pre-order Dr. John Deloney's new book coming out, uh, Building a Non-Anxious Life. That is a must. If you don't do nothing else, make sure you go over there and pre-order that book today. If you do so, you'll end up with $75 in free bonus That's items. That's a money-making scheme, Jade. Come on now. If it's free, it's for you. 
and me. I'll take some of that too. Um, also, you can go on there. There's those questions for humans cards. If you do not have a deck of qu questions for humans cards, you're missing out. They're so great. They're so fun. Friends, family, couples, there's all sorts of different editions there. They're on sale for $12 right now as well at RamseySolutions.com slash store is where you would find that. So be sure to check out those two spots, RamseySolutions.com slash giveaway to get the cash and then RamseySolutions.com slash store to get the stuff that's on sale. All right, George, what we got? Well, I've been seeing this trend and it's it's entertaining to say the least. And it's, <laughs> it can be bothersome, but my wife related to it okay. when, when she saw it. And it's called Girl Dinner. Girl Dinner. And there is a money tie here, although you may not think so. And so let me explain Girl Dinner because I had to wrap my brain around it yes. because it's just videos of girls saying, hey, I'm eating a piece of salami and cheese and a cracker, girl dinner. And I was like, what is happening? Yes, George, you you explain girl dinner for the people. I had to look this up. <laughs> like this is from a CBS News article. This catchphrase was first used to describe a no cooking required collection of items like bread, cheese, fruit, and other odds and ends for dinner. Okay. So it's basically when you're like, I don't feel like cooking. I'm just going to kind of snack and call that a dinner. I'm with that. It's like so, foraging. Exactly. Now, dietitians are obviously upset here because they're like, women are underfeeding themselves. Like, they what? need to ha have a more sustaining meal. There needs to be more nutri nutrients and nutrition. So, I get it. If you're living a lifestyle where it's just girl dinner every night, well, that could be that could be bad. I feel like girl dinner could be a well balanced meal because, and correct me if I'm wrong. If I go in the refrigerator, I open it up. I kind of like this idea. Well, at least what I've seen of it, because at the crux of it is they're just eating what they have at the house. Exactly. They're not going out and going, you know, I could really go for a Chef Boyardee. They're just eating what they already have. So it's like you open up the fridge. What do I find in there? A piece of salami. Well, not in my fridge, but okay, a piece of cheese. Uh, I go in the cabinet. There's a, a couple of, of Ritz crackers. Fruit. I don't know what you're eating these days. <laughs> there's a jackfruit in there. You know, maybe there's one pickle left. Go ahead and eat that one pickle. Don't let it go to the waste. Like, I like that idea. And if you put enough things on your plate, you'll get full. And there's probably some protein. There's probably some good carbs on there. That's like, true. That's what, fair. So, George. Well, I've seen my wife do this where she's like, yeah. I'm like, well, hey, what do you want to do for dinner? She's like, uh, I'm fine. I'm like, well, I got to eat. And she's oh, like, I, I, I got to eat. I had a girl dinner. I had some snacks. I'm like, well, I guess that makes one of us. No. Your Where's girl? boy dinner at? All right. I need my hungry man frozen meal. I got to eat. I have big bones and they need to eat. And here's the thing. Like, <laughs> I get so much joy George, from finishing an item of food that I bought. Like oh, yeah. when you have a jar of uh, pickles and you finish it, you know what I mean? It doesn't go bad. You actually finish a jar or like I just, or there's leftovers in there and it's like you've been eating spaghetti for four days and you just go on ahead and finish it. Like that gives me a feeling of like, all right, I've done something really good here with my life. Such an overachiever, Jade. You I'm know? the kind, I go to Trader Joe's and I'm, I am aspirationally buying a bag of kale, knowing full well and good that I'm going <laughs> to throw this bag of kale away unopened in five days. No, I think that there is something at the core of this that we can all take away financially, which is it's really easy on the weekend, right? It's Saturday. That's when a lot of folks do their grocery shopping. And it's like, okay, it's Saturday. That, that is like automatic. It's time for me to go to the store. But there's probably food at the house that you can eat. And like mama always said, there's food at home. There's food at home. And my thing is like, do not do not go to the grocery store and start buying a bunch of food until you do inventory of what you already have. You might be able to make a girl dinner or something a little bit better with what you already have. 
You know what I'm saying? So I, I kind of like the idea. There, I think there's a video of James. Do you guys Can have we a video? Play one of these videos? They're overly. The crew's been waiting with bated breath okay. to play this. Let's video. play okay. one of these videos to give these people an idea. I'm so this nervous. is my meal. I call this girl dinner. Girl, girl dinner. Girl dinner. Oh, wow. That was... Okay, so if you wow. were watching on YouTube, you're lucky. Because that was a wine glass filled with mac and cheese with a chicken tender hanging no, off. That should end. have been a kid that dinner. Right? That's a kid dinner. That's not a... Look, those chicken nuggets were in the shape of dinosaurs. So that's what I would call a kid dinner. I, that's not what I was thinking about. I'm thinking about like... There was a lot going on there visually and then just audibly. It yeah. was jarring. It was a... I was like, I have sensory issues after hearing that. No, when I think of a girl dinner, I'm thinking charcuterie. Like this is just, well, we're this putting is what crackers, it if, you're, if you're going to do that, you want to try this at home this weekend. You uh, At least one protein, some meat, hard-boiled eggs, cheese, maybe chicken salad, some smoked salmon, something colorful, some fruits and veggies for some fiber, and then something fun. They say crackers, olives, pickles can add some flavor. And then lastly, make sure it's a proper helping, you know. This is charcuterie. Why are they acting like this is new? I Look, don't know. George... Let's tell these people our idea because our idea is better, What's which is you just go in the refrigerator and what you have, you eat. You don't have to go out and check concept. those boxes because then what's the point? You don't have to go well, check most the boxes. People, the way they, they grocery shop, it would be like you getting in your car and then just driving around aimlessly wasting gas and then wondering why you didn't get anywhere. You got to have a destination. That's why meal planning, yes. having a list. Avoid the end caps. The floor is lava. Let's get out of there. In and out. Nobody saw I know, you. That's right. That's how it should be with grocery shopping. Instead of just willy nilly choosing random things that look interesting, and then you get home and you realize I didn't get any food. That's right. And let me add one layer deeper because this is my favorite thing. Folks are always like, Jade, how do you not go over your grocery budget? I'm like, I just bring the cash. I take the plastic out of the wallet. Y'all know I don't have credit cards, but I take my debit card. I don't bring wow. it. If I'm trying to really do right. I put the cash in the envelope, George, and that's the only thing I'm bringing. And do you want to know what you can't do when you only have the right amount of cash? Buy more you than you've bargained for. Come on. And you want to know what you are going to have to, unless you bring a calculator, you're going to have to embrace the fact that when it hits $200, if Ooh. that's all the cash you have, and they go ahead and scan that box of Keebler elves and it puts you $4 over, do you want to know what you have to say? Can no. you take? Can you take that one off? And those, people behind you are like, what's going on here? shameful words. Can you take... That's why you go to the self-checkout and then you don't have to say the shameful words. No you just shame. take it off your darn self and it's all good. There's one blessing of self-checkout. That's right. I got to figure out where the little barcode is on a lime. I'm stressing out. <laughs> you can't handle that. You got to start memorizing those numbers. 4011. That's the number for bananas. It'll always be locked in my brain. I can't remember my own cell phone number at this point, Jade. <laughs> this is The Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. 
All right, everybody, you are listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw. I am joined by George Camel, co-hosting today. Guys, thank you so much for giving us calls, man, for calling in, trusting us with your deepest, darkest money situations. That is an honor we do not take lightly. So thank you for doing that. Continue to call in and we will continue to help you as best as we can. George, it is hard to believe, but it is back to school season. Can you believe it? What is going on with the South? When I grew up, it was like after Labor Day, we're going back to school That's, in the Northeast. Thank you. Kids Same are in here. school already in the first week of August? I'm shook. I took my son today. He's going to be a kindergartner. Took him to do his placement test today. And I was like, I can't believe school is starting wow. already. Yeah, I saw the kids in my neighborhood with the little like chalkboard, you know, yes. first day of school. Yes. I'm like, this is precious. We didn't have that <laughs> growing up, Jade. No, we didn't. It's a modern luxury with the letter boards it really is but that time of year is here and teachers and students across the country are heading back to that classroom and uh to honor the heroes that we call teachers george Mm -hmm. uh we have one of our incredible foundations in personal finance that's the curriculum here at ramsey Uh, but we've got a teacher here on the show with us today who is a teacher of uh, foundations and personal finance it's eunice and he's with us all the way from chowchilla California. So let's talk to him. What's going on, Eunice? Thanks for being with us today. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. So uh, so happy to be with you. George, I feel like I know you. I've seen you in my course daily. Oh, on the, <laughs> on the TV screen. To you lately. I appreciate uh, hey. that. That's right, because George, is, you're teaching I host the, the curriculum, so they see me every single video, and then I also do some teaching, and I love getting messages from students that are going through it, and they're like, dude, you're the guy from the... You know, you remember watching yes. videos in school growing up. Yes. And so I feel like a, a minor Z-list celebrity. You're like anytime. the guy from Reading Rainbow. Just like that. <laughs> I'm nowhere near LeVar Burton. But hey, it's such an honor to have yes. you. You're a hero to us. And you've, how long have you been teaching foundations now? Uh, two years. Wow. Two years. Um, originally, the idea, I pitched it before COVID. And my school was on board. But then we know what happened, right? Mm. That's right. No Especially California, paper, man. Yeah. Wow. So how many students do you have enrolled in your in your curriculum now? How many are you uh, teaching? This year, I'm actually going to have more. So it's going to be four, uh, five periods. And on wow. average, it's 30 students per period. Oh, wow. So and they're all seniors. So really, it's the whole senior class. That's incredible. They have access to this. Yeah. Well, and, and it's getting real for them now. They're actually thinking about like, oh, gosh, like I'm working. I got money. I got mm-hmm. bills to pay. I got college coming up. I want to upgrade the car. I got to pay for my own insurance. So they're leaning into mm-hmm. everything. They are, I've, I've taught many courses, as all everybody knows in my school, but this is probably the first time I'm teaching a course where every student is 100% engaged because, like you said, it is their life. They know they can apply everything they learn the moment they step out of the classroom. I love that. That's, and they're like, man, I'm so glad I'm learning this instead of calculus and, you know, when the war, the, the right. war of 1812 happens. You can actually use this in your everyday life. <laughs> Absolutely. And I heard, Eunice, that you do this crazy activity with the students uh, about learning how to pay cash for cars and all kinds of stuff. What is this activity you run them through? Uh, So, so again, I like doing things outside the box. So I I see the course, I like the content, but how can I make that even closer to my students? Mm -hmm. And and Chowchilla is, is a very small town, so... So access to outside information is, is very valuable to us and all that. So I do this activity where I, um, I tell students to make a uh, five to eight minute video uh, and it can be a multitude of, of areas, but one of those is to go out to a dealership or a furniture store 
or whatever it is that usually has a uh, uh, something to purchase that you can actually apply for a loan to get mm. and ask some hard questions. So they go out there with, with uh, you know, some of them come up with questions that surprise me when I see the video later. But, yeah, going to a dealership, that is incredible. Uh, they ask questions. They say, wait, you can sell me that car? And they, most of the time they say, <laughs> yes, we can. I love that. So you're like, you guys are going to get out here. You guys are going to get hands-on experience. They're learning about the traps. You are, yes. I love to face. that. One particular student that asked, he kept digging. He kept saying, wait, so you're telling me if a family comes here and they can't afford that car, what would you tell them? Well, if they're looking for that car, they probably need that car. And he's like, no, what if they don't need that sports car? So he kept asking these questions, and, and all the students were so curious to what the answers are going to be. And obviously the, the outcome here is if you want something in today's day and age, you can get it. But are you going to be owning it or are you going to be just – borrowing it until you can't afford it and then you have to return it and feel even worse than you started that's right the borrower is slave to the lender man Eunice, thanks for hanging out with us we love what you're doing you are changing lives by teaching this curriculum again the curriculum is foundations and personal finance and if you're interested in learning more about that or how you can bring it to your school or homeschool you can go to ramseysolutions.com slash education Thank you again, Eunice, for chatting with us. That's what I'm that talking about awesome. right there. Can you imagine if Eunice was our teacher in high school? I mean, my life would be so different. Come on now. It would have changed everything. I read a stat, George, that said 77% of adults said they did not feel prepared for personal finance when they became mm. adults. Coming I bet out of school the, the 23% who did, they went through our foundations and personal finance you know? curriculum. Okay. Because now it's been out long enough that we're meeting adults who are like, oh yeah, I went through that in high school. Yeah. That yeah. Ramsey stuff, man, that changed everything. That's right. It was a need, and we met the need. Let's take some calls. Let's go to Alex. She is in Austin, Texas. What's going on, Alex? Are you with us, Hello. Alex? There she is. Yes, I'm here. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. How um, can we help? I'm calling because um, I have a question about how to handle debt that has gone to collection. Mm. A little backstory is last year... I had a tumor removal surgery and I took some bad advice from a family member and um, the advice was to basically let it go to collection before you begin to pay. But now it has gone to collection and all the alarms in my body are going off and mm. I just want this gone and out of my life. Mm. Um, so I was wondering if you guys had any advice on how to approach the situation I've never been in, in any debt before, and my goal is just to get it paid off as soon as possible. How much debt is it, Alex? It's about $5,000 total. Okay. Um, is that the original bill? Uh, yes. Okay. Are so there any there fees that have been added on? Notes. Not that I know of. Okay. So that's exactly what you owe. How old is this debt? Mm, it's been... It went to collection... A month ago. Mm -hmm. Okay. So collections paid a tiny amount for that debt. And so if it's just a month old, they may not be willing to negotiate with you or settle, but I would still try and I would ask for an itemized bill and make sure that what is on that bill is exactly what you actually had done. Have you done that yet? I have. I reached out. Um, I had heard an, an old video of something similar. So I um, asked for a receipt. Um, upon arrival and I got a few of them back from different collectors because they're all in different locations. 
Mm-hmm. And, and so some people responded. And the interesting thing that um, that I noticed is that some of those debts are still active on the hospital website. Yeah. So I wasn't sure if it was better to pay directly to the hospital, even though it had already been sold to a collection agency. If it's already been sold, you, you're dealing with the collections agency now. I bet you if you were to call the hospital, they would say, hey, we have record of it, but we're no longer um, collecting the payment on it. How? Here's where I'm at. Like you said, your body is telling you, I owe somebody money. You're feeling the anxiety of this. You're feeling the stress of it. How quickly could you just pay this off? Mm-hmm. I could, I could um, reasonably call them this week and have it done. So why are but we not? Why are you not doing that? Do so you have the money to pay for it today? Yes. Do you feel like you're being scammed in some way, or that this shouldn't cost this? Do you feel like you were overcharged or mischarged? Because if 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 this is what you owe, I'm going to go in there today and I'm going to pay this bad boy off. That's what I would yeah. do. And get everything in writing. I'm done with this thing. You you owe what you owe, and it sucks. And we're not going to do it again. But just call and make sure you get it in writing and say, hey, this is paid in full. I'm done with you guys once Mm -hmm. I pay this amount. Do not give them access to your checking account. That's right. That's such a good word, George. Especially if you do call and you do make some sort of deal, get that in writing forever. Keep it in a folder. Never get rid of it. But I would just not even fool with it and pay that bad boy off. Don't lose any more sleep over it. This is The Ramsey Show. Give us a call. We'll take it. 888-825-5225 is the number. And we've got Mir in Chicago, Illinois. What's going on, Mir? Hey, guys. How are you guys doing? Doing good. How are you? Good. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. How can we help today? Yep. So um, about seven years ago, I filed bankruptcy, Chapter 7 because I had a lot of credit card debt totaling about like 50,000 mm-hmm. just in my name. My wife had another like 3000. I paid that off, mm-hmm. but seven years ago, I just, it was just bad decisions on my credit card. And I just filed bankruptcy because I, I thought I had no other option mm-hmm. and that ended last year. So we were finally able to buy a house and we just bought a house about two months ago. And my credit card debt is back up. It's just bad decisions again. So my wife, because since I already filed bankruptcy, I was only able, like, I wasn't able to get approved for a lot of credit cards. But I, right now, I have about 16000 in my credit card debt. And my wife has about 22000 Oh, my goodness. And... Yeah, and we're just in like a really bad position right now. Um, I'm, I think I'm gonna get laid off from my job in about in I think in December, because that's what the company is like. That's what they're sounding like. They're gonna lay everybody off in December. They're just mm-hmm. shutting down. What kind of company is it? It's a it's called Sonova. It's a hearing aid company. I just work in the warehouse in the okay. factory. So you know this layoff is coming. Have you started looking for other jobs? Uh, not yet, but I am going to start like this month or next month. Okay. But so we just, yeah. So like I was saying, we bought a house and that is about 220,000. Okay. We have mortgage left, 220,000. What's the mortgage? What do you pay every like, month? About around 1,900, so $2,000 almost. Okay. 
cars? Do you have car uh, payments or anything like that? No, all of all of my cars are paid off. I pay those off as fast as I can. Okay, no student loans, nothing like that. No, nothing. Okay. Hey, what's going on with these credit cards? Why, why are you back down the same road that led to bankruptcy? What's going on there? Just bad decisions. We like new furniture for the house. Just everything on credit cards because we don't have cash. What are you earning? Household income combined, you and your wife. Uh, my wife doesn't work, but so last year we got approved for a house because I was making around fifty thousand dollars a year. Fifty. But since the comp- yeah fifty thousand dollars last year, but since like the company is like shutting down and like they're slowly removing lots of employees, this year I'm projected to make around thirty five thousand. Okay, but you're also getting another job. We're not gonna if you're. We're not your waiting income, around until December to see what happens. Yeah, and your income is already starting to go down. Why isn't your wife working? Yeah. She's just, she's old. She used to work as a nurse, but... What do you mean she's old? How old is she? 55. That's old? She's not old. She's not old. And she's broke. Y'all are broke. She's going to be working until she's 75 at this point if you don't change something. Hold on. Que- question. Does she... Does she have money? Are you guys combining your finances? No, she doesn't make any money. It's okay. just, um, Do you guys have anything in savings? My wife's credit card, yeah. Is there anything in savings? No. All right. I'm, um, I, um, am holding back a little bit of, res- of frustration with you here. Your wife's got to work. That's number one. Number two, you've got to get mo- you got to get moving, my guy. There, you're heading down. You're literally looking at the map from your bankruptcy, and you're taking that same path now. And you, this is your wake up call to get off of it. You guys got to get on a budget. You've got fifty thousand dollars of income. Your wife's gonna go out. She's gonna get a job. I don't care what it is. She's getting something in the next couple of weeks and that is going to lead to the next something. That's what she really wants to do. But no matter what, she's got to get income coming in. You've got to get your income up with this next job and you guys have got to get a clue, turn into the adults that you are and stop buying things you can't afford. It's that simple. You guys are out here just spending and spending and buying furniture and going to dinner and trying to keep up a lifestyle that's not yours, dude. And at what cost? It's not worth it. Who cares how nice of a couch you have? You're yeah. feeling this pain of debt. You've already walked through bankruptcy. Is it worth it? Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. Mir, you called today because I feel like you're on the brink of ready to change but you're not quite there yet. And so if you really want to change, you've got to have anger towards your situation. Mm-hmm. And right now, you're it's just kind of like, I might get laid off. My wife's not worried. She's just too old and we'll figure it out. But man, I really don't like having this debt. You're going to be headed toward another bankruptcy mm-hmm. soon if nothing changes. You're going to lose the house. if nothing. You're not going to have a house to put a couch in mm-hmm. because they're going to take away that house in foreclosure when you lose your job or you're making thirty five grand and can't pay your $2,000 a month mortgage. So it's time to cut up the cards. Are you ready? Yeah. You're like a recovering alcoholic who has the fridge stocked with alcohol. And then you're wondering why you can't make traction. Mm-hmm. We've got to remove the temptation and ability to spend more than we make. Yeah. Is your wife 
How does your wife feel about this? Is she like, hey, it's time to change? Have you guys had this conversation or is this you kind of, you know, poking around online and finding the Ramsey show? Tell me more about that. Um, so my son actually told me about the Ramsey show. I thought I might just like, give it a call, see what advice I can get. Yeah. She's very frustrated with me too because she she doesn't earn any money. It's just her credit card that I'm spending my, all the expenses on. And she doesn't want her credit report to go bad. Who cares about the freaking credit report? Yeah. You guys are, y'all are focused on the wrong We're thing. We're way beyond that, my yeah. man. Credit, your credit score, your credit cards, all that talk, all that mentality is out the window. From now on, we buy things in cash, right? We buy things that we can afford. A1, step one today is you guys getting on a budget. That's that's numero uno. You can start that tonight. That's a good thing about a budget, George. You don't have to. It's not something that's in the future. Do that tonight. A2 is we're starting to look for jobs for both of you. Like we're getting that train going. We're not waiting around. Is there a reason that your wife is not worth it, working aside from the fact that you guys her have elderly both age deemed of her as old? No, she used to work as a nurse and she got like really arthritis in her knees. She can't. She can't walk that much. She can't stand. Is she on disability? No. She can get a desk job. I mean, we sit all day. I sit too much. Could she work in a hospital setting, sitting down in a different position? Can she do teledoc nursing? There's, look, there's options. We can split hairs about what she, there are options out there. What I'm concerned is I think you guys are cutting yourselves out. I think you're counting yourselves out and you're so busy trying to use credit cards that you're not giving yourself credit that you actually have the ability to go out there. You guys are smart. You can earn money. You guys have the ability to control your finances. You do not need credit cards to do the things that you want to do on an everyday basis. It turns out, George, you can actually buy a couch in cash. You know what I'm saying? So I think for you guys, this is just digging deep and getting to the root of why you're why it's the why because something tells me right now i can tell you about budgets all day i can tell you about the debt snowball all day but until you get to the root of why you are the way that you are the famous words of michael scott why are you the way you are you're going to keep doing this this is going to be an endless cycle and so for you i really want you to dig deep on this sit down with your wife really have that come to jesus moment of like look we got to change. We got to do something different or else we're going to file bankruptcy again. Please don't do this. And Mira, we're going to help you out. On top of giving you one year of every dollar, I'm going to gift you guys one year of Financial Peace University. Watch all nine lessons. Do the budget. Do all the steps we teach in that before you go make another dumb decision and cut up the cards today. Mm. It's done. And you got to get on board. Otherwise, you guys are going to be right back where you were seven years ago. And I'm more angry than you are at this point. That's a problem. It is a problem. Hang on the line. We'll get you guys the help that you need. Got to get that mind right. It's imperative to get your money mind right. That does it for this hour of the show. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. Hey, George Camel here. If you love the show and you want a deeper dive on your money journey, we've got a weekly newsletter that gives you helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for the newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.